When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back for another video. Today we're going to dig into the biggest talking points and dilemmas for Gaming 14. In case you missed it, Fantasy Football Scout doing a crazy Black Friday deal at the moment. Get a 7 day free trial of all the full members benefits. Save 20% if you decide to continue, plus get a £12 free gift. Click the link below to become a member. For audio listeners, the URL is s.id forward slash fpillfocal. So a question from Fortuna who says, Since Darwin's brace against Newcastle, he scored twice from a 5xG. The poor finishing from last year seems to be showing little signs of improvement and at what point do we consider selling him? Ordinarily, now would be a good time to sell as we head into the December crunch with 7 game weeks in 30 days. However, the latest news from Klopp is that Jota's injured and we probably won't see him until the new year. So this has actually completely transformed the appeal of Darwin now. He still won't necessarily start all games, but he looks a lot more nailed now all of a sudden. His next three are Fulham, Sheffield United and Palace. So at a minimum, that's a very reasonable run of games to give him. You could even argue that he's a buy now given Jota's injury plus those next three games. A quickly on Kelleher as well, so we're wondering about Allison, and Klopp said that he could potentially be back to face Man United in four game weeks time. So that gives Kelleher just the next three games potentially, then he may drop out of the team. So he's probably not worth a transfer now, unless you find yourself with two transfers and nowhere to spend them, and perhaps still have your wildcard. Otherwise he's going to take up a Liverpool spot in your team, and you're unlikely to want to spend another transfer selling him again, unless you've got the wildcard. Question from Bats, who said he was sure on bringing Chelsea assets in from this game week onward, but after the last result he wasn't a confidence booster, and should we now be wary of them? Let's not forget, only in last week's video there was a question about Chelsea being on the up, one result doesn't change everything. It was a poor result, no doubt, tough fixture away to Newcastle, but this week they're home to Brighton, who are missing Estupina, Lamptey, Fatty, Welbeck, and Ciso, Webster, Dunk, Milner, Igor and March. Their back line's threadbare, there's goals in that game. And as we know, long term, they've got an outstanding fixture run as well, so don't be put off by them just because of the one result. Palmer and Sterling both look great picks, but the defenders look a bit tricky. Kukure has been sharing minutes of Colwell recently, though he is suspended for the Brighton game. James is also suspended, and likely doesn't start all games in December either. Thiago Silva's in the same boat, so really it's Palmer and Sterling at the moment. And following on from that, Mark asks, who's the better FPL option, Palmer or Sterling? Make no mistake, these are both excellent picks, but the question is, is Sterling 1.7 mil better? The answer is probably not, but he's by no means a bad pick, he should do very well in December. If we compare their underlying numbers, non-penalty XGI per 90 is a great metric, because we can filter out the fact that Palmer's taken 4 penalties, and by using per 90 we can filter out the fact that Sterling's played more minutes earlier in the season. So Palmer's got 0.47 non-penalty expected goal involvement per 90, Sterling 0.42. 
So amazingly, even with penalty stripped out, Palmer leads. In terms of non-penalty XG to look at direct goal threat only, Sterling's very slightly ahead with 0.27 to Palmer's 0.22 per 90. So Palmer's better for expected assists and the overall leader. All things considered, Palmer just looks more sensible. But again, if you've got a feeling on Sterling, he's under 10% owned and doubling up's perfectly fine as well. There were a couple of questions this week about players owned who are on four yellow cards and what to do. The answer is pretty straightforward. If they get a fifth yellow, then react to that. Never sew anyone purely because they're one away. I've put together a table here of all the players that are on four yellow cards. There's 27 in total, so I won't read them all out. But for audio listeners, the notable ones here are Cash, Douglas Louise, Dina, Sterling, Fernandes and Trippier. Five yellow cards is a one-match suspension. After 19 games played, it increases to 10 required. And note that that's 19 games played, not 19 game weeks. So Brentford and Man City will hit that threshold slightly later than everyone else because they're blank in game week 18. Matoma, Palmer, Trent, Lascelles and Huang are all on three yellow cards. Cy Pranav asks, should we sell Simicast as he could be a benching risk? Yeah, Simicast owners are hoping to see him rest in Europa League because Liverpool play again on Sunday and then Wednesday and then Saturday. Four games in ten days. Realistically, there might be a benching at some point regardless which again goes back to the recurring point on bench importance over December. Obviously in Simicast's case, there is a chance he comes off the bench. Make sure you set your benches in the right order every week. You never know when you need it. We may as well keep hold of Simicast given the next three fixtures and given we don't know when the benching will happen, if it happens. The next three all have good potential for him. Brawling with Oli asks whether it's worth taking a minus four for Haaland. Yeah, whatever way you shape the no Haaland debate, the fact of the matter is he's the top point scorer in the league over the last five game weeks with 48 points, Salah's on 47. He's up against Spurs next, who are missing Romero, Van de Ven, Madison and Bentancur. It really depends on who's involved in the minus four. For example, Son and Alvarez and Bumo and Haaland seems very reasonable if you could afford that. Whereas you wouldn't want to be selling Salah for a minus four to fund Haaland for example. Depending on who you ask, Haaland's arguably the best captain this week, so minus four for him is perfectly fine, especially when you shape it that way and if you're going to captain him. The Raging End asks, isn't Bumo essential and who should be sold for him? Essential is a big word in FPL terms. In my eyes that means if you don't get this player you're ruined, so I wouldn't say he's essential. What we do know is that only Haaland and Salah have got higher expected goal involvement this season and Bumo's registered 11.18 XGI. What we also know is he's home to Luton next. Luton have impressed at times when they've been playing at home, but away they're worse in the league for expected goals conceded with 17.6 XGC. Fulham are next worse and they're 3 XGC in front. After that he's got Brighton who we've discussed in terms of their long injury list and then he's got Sheffield United game week 16. It's such a good block of 3 fixtures he's hard to ignore. Who's worth selling though? Eze and Jota are injured so they're sells. Bowen if he's out for game week 14. All we know at the moment is he's not in the Europa League squad. Sun's a little bit riskier but it might work out over the next few. Sterling's a bit sideways given Chelsea's very good fixture this week as well. Bruno, Rashford, Foden, Doku, Mitoma all look fine to sell for him. So on the topic of Bowen, Moyes said he had a chance of making last game week so everything pointed towards him being fine for this game week based on the information we were given. He's not in the West Ham squad for Europa League though, so if something has changed or Moyes wasn't being honest and he's out then who are the best replacements? I've picked out four here and ranked them. First is Mbumo for the reasons we discussed before. And then it's Saka close behind, who of course does cost a bit extra, so he might not be reachable. He got one goal, one assist in the Champions League against Lons. He came off around 60 minutes as well. He's home to Wolves, who are missing Lamina and Gomez in midfield, who are both on five yellows. 
And then it's Palmer versus Gordon, which is super close. I've got Palmer just ahead. This one could go either way. Given Newcastle's injuries and the packed schedule, I've got Palmer just ahead. Chelsea with no European football and a better squad depth right now. In the Champions League against PSG, Howell had to start 17-year-old Miley, who has been playing well to be fair, but he didn't even make a substitution because the bench was non-existent. Hall and Dummett were basically the only options to bring on. Question from Lump Shorts, he says, why is my mate, he doesn't even look at his team having a better game week than me? That's just FPL basically. You can think you've got a great team in a week and do terribly. I mean, that was me in game week 11, finishing on 22 points. I've been there before as well in the office mini leagues. Colleagues smashing it and you're struggling to gain that ground back. They're talking about captain in Tavernier and you're laughing in your head thinking captain Sun's way better this week. And then Sun blanks and Tavernier scores 16 points. To underline just how much variance this game's actually got, I've picked out two teams here. This is the first one. They were ranked 475th in the world before game week 13 with a great team. Ariola, Cash, Trippier, James, Salah, Eze, Diaby, Sun Captain, Darwin, Alvarez and Watkins. They finish with 20 points and an absolutely huge red arrow. And here's the other team that looks way worse. They've got Alisson, Trippier, Walker, White, Saliba, Salah, Douglas Luiz, Almiron, Haaland Captain, Watkins and Alvarez. They're 1.4k overall in the world right now. They haven't made a transfer all season or even used a chip yet. They're comfortably inside the top 10k and they've probably just forgotten their password. Football will always have massive variants like this. More knowledge and more time spent on FPL doesn't always equate to doing better, and sometimes we can overthink it. Vice versa, your mate has every chance of having a better week, making his transfers 10 minutes before the deadline with barely a second thought. Just keep making good decisions, it's a long season and there's a long way to go to catch up and overtake. Lastly, a quick run through of my final team. Waiting for the Europa League games and news before making the final moves. Ariola, Cash, Saliba and Simicass. Sun, Saka, Diorbi, Gordon, Salah, Captain, Watkins and Haaland. The current plan is to sell Gordon and Diaby for Palmer and Mbumo. The other option is to sell Cash for Pinnock and Diaby to Mbumo, which might do better this week, but it does leave me a player down in Gemi 18, so I'm not a big fan of the move, they might still go for it. I talked in a lot of depth in the last team selection video why I'm considering selling Gordon despite his form, so make sure you give that a watch if you've not yet. And if you're not subscribed, make sure you hit that button and like the video. Let's get this video to 1k likes. Thanks very much for watching, see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.